welcome back to the wilderness of Colorado, the the snow-capped mountains and the not green screen highway. Yeah. For We Bought a Mic, mm-hmm. a pop mm-hmm. culture podcast, and our series, Good Mic Hunting, on the films of Mr. Robin Williams, actor, comedian, uh, certified uh, C-licensed driver. Do you need a, a CDL? I, no. No? Drive an no, RV? no. No, they just let anyone. It's yeah, like a you U-Haul. Can, yeah, you can just I, do I wouldn't that. have the confidence to do it. They just let any... Yeah, no, serious? I swear. Yeah, you can just go and just get an RV. Oh, all right. You I'll be right back. You might have to like go back, get like a type <laughs> B or C or something like that on your license yeah. or whatever. But like, you don't have to like. I mean, judging how he was driving, I that know thing. <laughs> immediately after he gets it, he's just like, "Whoop! Let's do a three point turn in the in the <laughs> yeah, two lane road." Epic, epic dad, mm-hmm. Robin Williams, mm-hmm. uh, for the film RV, RV, the classic, the zillennial classic. Welcome. <laughs> My name's Ernest. My name is. Hunt RV. Okay, cool. Love I'm, it. I'm Drew. Sorry, I'm eating a, a big Wawa hoagie. I came up with that <laughs> on the way here. In an um, RV? Yeah, I came mm-hmm. up with that in an RV. I was missing last week because I did have to take a RV uh, with my family. Um, well, they think that it was a family bonding trip. In reality, I was actually traveling to the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, to <laughs> save them from trip. the Koopas. Yes, I the Koopas. Uh, I was in a partnership with them. Did you watch Bowser that? was trying to sell them Alpine soda. Um, <laughs> and I think it's Alpine. Al- Alpine. Al- Al- Alpine. Alpine. I've been watching a lot of F1, and there's a there's a team called Alpine. <laughs> so that's uh, that's what I'm doing Jesus. there. Um, but it was all under the guise of actually uh, saving my plumber brother. Uh, from the Koopas. Okay, all right. Let's get. Have, what's the point here? And we have um, a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Stephen Baker. So glad to have you. So glad to be here for this familial classic with the boys all in the same room. By the way, looking great mm-hmm. over there. Snazzy. Mm. Yeah, look, look I at love you. seeing the unity. You got. Oh, you got. Yeah, you I- got a Cali sunlight beaming through the window. It's nice lovely. camo hat. Myself. Yeah, this is like my uh, classic road tripping hat, oh. you know, voyaging into the woods, anything like that. I wanted to dad up. You know, I wanted to I always like to fit the theme. And this uh, kind of puts me in the mood, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. you're you're looking fatherly. I would I'm I would trust to. you to like eradicate uh, a family of raccoons from an RV. I'd see you and I'd be like, hey, yeah. Can you empty out my waistline, sir? Yeah, can you? <laughs> can you make a sure. shit geyser for me, sir? Can you sir? help me get this green poop out of my... <laughs> this fucking hey, you, sludge? You, you keep talking to me that way, I might have to. <laughs> it's been it's been a minute since we last had you on. Um, during the Nick Cage series, we were reminiscing the, the glory of um, Raising Arizona, one of the of best course. films we've probably covered on this podcast. Will RV measure up? To that standard i have no idea crickets yeah what's what's the opposite I mean, measure it will it will surpass in every way from dad content family content i mean i mean the uh there is a slight connection here between the films which we discussed pre-pod um that i kind of feel like makes it a full circle moment for us it's like, kind of beautiful like, almost like like the end of rv you know everything wraps up tightly mm-hmm. everything's nice it's just like one of those warm moments where we all kind of come back together and connect 
over Barry Summerfield. So, is it so, so, Sonnenfeld? Sonnenfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Sonic the Hedgehog. So Barry Sonnenfeld shot Raising Arizona. Yeah, DP, DP. right? Directs this movie. I think <laughs> as a director, as far as that goes, he did a good job. I'll say it. I don't. I it's not quite raising Arizona, but <laughs> it, it kind of makes sense like that as a comparison. Uh, like once we found that out, I was like, oh, that's why there are all these um, zoom shots or like uh, quick cuts to a more zoomed in shot. What's the name for that? Do you it's like a crash zoom? I don't like know. A punch in. Yeah. There, oh, hard oh, yeah. hard there we go. There, there right, we're on it, baby. Bang. There are Boom. so many of those uh, in this movie for comedic effect, and they work pretty well. There are a lot of shots for comedic effect in this movie, which is kind of rare for like a uh, you know twenty first century comedy movie. Uh, and those those do fine. Um, you know, otherwise it would it would appear as though the masses don't don't <laughs> didn't connect super hard with this movie. Well, <laughs> this movie, so it it did make a profit barely uh this movie is a 50 million dollar budget movie made 87 so like you know wow with cost of like whatever the advertising was of this movie which i vaguely <laughs> remember this movie i was trying to think back i think that this might have been the first robin movie that i saw in theaters as i a think kid. a lot of people our age really? because this is yeah. i mean we've been like going through the series and robin has been actively fighting against the family yeah. like the family Push. man the family guy if you will um <laughs> he's been trying not to be typecast in this role Always. and so i think that this right in 2006 so we're all like in early middle school 11 12 yeah somewhere in that range i think this is like right around the time that a lot of people in like our age group kind of all discovered robin yeah well speaking we discovered him like as a live action character, not just like Genie and Aladdin. Yeah. I mean, most of us were there to see Josh Hutcherson and Jojo. And mm. then there was this incredible big, casting. big hairy Oof. man playing the father. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck is that? Um, so speaking of uh, Stephen, what's your relationship with a Robin and then B with this movie? Well, I think like as a kid growing up, you kind of have that like, natural connection to his voice and his mannerisms and i think that like even seeing that in this movie you know when he kind of drops into a a funny voice or a character kind of like something it just kind of you can almost imagine it animated when he's doing it and i think that connection to like all of his animated films um on top of kind of like watching jumanji a hundred times as a kid as a rare vhs that like always stayed at my house um those movies to me were like everything adventure wise, everything animation wise. I loved Aladdin, probably my favorite Disney animated movie from that time era as well. Classic. Live action, not so much. I wish Guy Ritchie nailed that, but he did it. I mean, he did a decent job, but he made a lot of money. So good for him. Commonly, commonly said phrase. I wish Guy Ritchie nailed that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't nailed one in a while since Madonna left him. Um, Covenant. And then hey, hey, soon. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant that, coming yeah. to a theater near you soon. <laughs> the absolute fucking balls on that asshole. <laughs> it's just Guy Ritchie's everything. That is that is so fucking I, Do you insane. think that he tried to tell Disney, like, can we make this Guy Ritchie's Aladdin? And they were like, no, <laughs> we no. cannot. Sorry. <laughs> that, that blew my mind. Also, what was the other... 
we were watching uh, a bunch of trailers the other night, and there was one that said from a producer of Deadpool. Of to- no, of, or, of, of Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not from the producers. A producer? Or, yeah, from it's a... just like a guy. From yeah. a guy who... <laughs> Helped sort was of definitely not yeah. Jerry Brock. Just like an intern at Paramount was a part of this. <laughs> From a guy who yeah. facilitated some Zoom meetings. So on Top Gun. So how did you land it at RV for the series? Did you just do it for the memes? Did you have kind of like a heart <laughs> for this one? What's 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 the yeah, yeah? So I think like kind of linking back to like my childhood with Robin, um, like growing up with him and seeing his more like adult work, like seeing like Goodwill Hunting, stuff like that, and just like seeing how well he encapsulates a character to doing something like RV, which is such a romp. And my mom, I would go and stay with her. My parents got divorced. Such a funny story, classic. This is like a, a dark Robin Williams film. Um, but she would only she only had four DVDs in her house. It was Under the Tuscan Sun, mm-hmm. Eat, nice. Pray, Love. Wow. The Pacifier starring uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh anyone remembers God. that classic. Class. I've, yeah. I've seen that movie so many fucking times. That'll be the next series that we do is the Vin series. <laughs> and then she had RV. And then one she hid away from me, Smoke and Aces, which is a whole different story. Um, but <laughs> RV was like the movie that I would like come over, watch, or just throw on in the background before we had Netflix, before we had anything like that, and just have a good time with. But obviously when you offer people uh to select a robin williams movie i was like no one is gonna pick rv i thought you guys were gonna skip over it i feel like if i didn't speak up for this this would have been a bygone moment in robin williams career i think we need to see when he kind of steps below the movies he was selecting prior and like also just maybe possibly taking that that fucking paycheck baby no you're just dialing it in you're right yeah you're speaking so many truths i i think that one of the biggest lessons we've learned from this series is that we should have skipped more movies um and so you know in hindsight this easily could have been one of the cut ones but uh shout out to our sister podcast the zillennial canon adam and kira they famously started their podcast with this movie Mm -hmm. this is the first movie that they covered on the premise of i'm bored should we watch rv tone setter and i uh i also will say don't worry steven we were going to talk rv regardless because i i also have a story about rv and it's one of the reasons why this is one of the first movies if not the first Robin movie that I saw in theaters. And that's because I personally know two people who are in this movie, or at least I have met them. I know. Yeah. Personally, no Um, is a bit of a, I'm I'm homeboys with, uh, I went to acting school. Yeah. uh, Uh, so, uh, Two of the actors in this, Cheryl Hines and Tony Hale, are from Tallahassee, Florida. And both of them went to uh, theater, Young Actors Theater, with my uncle. So my uncle kind of like grew up with both of them. He was really good friends with Tony Hale. I don't, I think Cheryl Hines is a little bit older, but um, I have met them a couple of times. And so because of that, I definitely would not have let us skip over this. Also, this is like, I don't want to encroach on the sister podcast of ours, but this is like classic Zillennial core. There's five five minutes in of this that are like, 
it's like high budget decom shit yeah. from like it is it is without it, the robin williams casting it is a decom movie it like down to like the rv getting stuck and you have to like jump back and forth <laughs> the move or uh one of the things that like i wrote down was um the, t- the weird bike the fucking nerd the bike. biking, <laughs> biking out of the water <laughs> yeah it's so uh, insane the, no the water storm like this like massive flood that then you step on a rock and it becomes a giant water slide that, for you to your location insane that is Some such like a shit. disney goonies uh-huh. yeah it's exactly it's well, just also, like that zany buster keaton the, shit like the thing that drives the whole plot into motion is uh the daughter's friend throwing a drink into will arnett's face and the drink <laughs> is just nickelodeon slime yeah, yeah. it's just like green goo <laughs> yeah and then cheryl hines faints yeah and then like she, if you she's, if you have slime and then faint you're automatically like zelenia yeah, pantheon just, just in in the first five minutes of the movie unheard of just out the I gate i i <laughs> and when i was a kid every time something wacky happened i would look over at my mom like come on bitch let's <laughs> pass out oh that wasn't crazy <laughs> enough for you <laughs> i want to see you faint mom i we also, we got to talk about the fits that are in this movie. Oh, dude, are Josh Hutcherson. Insane. What oh, yeah. Josh Hutcherson is doing. Um, I can see you have a whole page of notes just on the fits. I do have a lot of notes <laughs> that are on fits. Uh, specifically, just Josh Hutcherson. That boy cannot stop lifting. He's just always no. out here just lifting his you've fucking gotta, weights. You've got to get a pump on, dude. He's so You cool. can't interrupt his <laughs> lifting schedule. It's insane. Cassie's hair in this is like my sister, a hundred percent. My sister was seven years older than me. Absolutely had this haircut in the year 2006. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. guaranteed. Um, Jojo it's, is good in this. Yeah. I, I thought oh, yeah. she was, I, I thought that she, if I were to guess beforehand, like who held up, I would not guess Jojo. She didn't do much after this. Um, hmm. I, Obviously, you know, it's been well publicized her like battle with like, you know, the record companies and, I guess it was yeah it was disney who just like owned her um but my god she has she has punchlines in this that that work and i was surprised hutcherson i didn't have a doubt in my fucking head dude that kid that heater after heater that that kid's a baller he he has they make really great use of his like uh resting like stupid face in this movie a lot of cuts to just him looking dumb. Like he, he's it, like disassociated. He looks like he looks like <laughs> Affleck in like Goodwill Hunting in terms of just like stupidest guy imaginable. Um, he's he's great. I would say supporting cast really strong for mm-hmm. Arnett. Compar- oh, what a casting! I, Will yeah, Arnett like and like his peak like uh, Go Joe Bluth era, like just yeah. down to the oh, haircut yeah. and everything. Yeah, we got two Bluths mm-hmm. in here. We got two, uh, two got tel- fucking Jeff Daniels as two just young Jeff Daniels. Yeah, we got possibly Daniels. dunking on Robin Williams in this film, which I there, is, there is some there is some cuck mode going on a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is funny reading. Uh, I don't know if you guys looked at the IMDb trivia, but like half the facts are just about how like basically how Jeff Daniels like vied to be in this movie because he's just like loves camping and he's just like jeff daniels played the banjo in all of his scenes where you see him playing that it. makes that makes so <laughs> like, much yeah, sense because he we'll, just he loves camping so we'll we'll save uh, we we can save this a little bit for later but we watched the mm-hmm. dvd featurette after yeah. we watched this me and Ernest. Oh, Did you guys yeah. also watch this on dvd because i also no. watch no. this on dvd <laughs> no oh okay step it up guys <laughs> someone definitely just ripped the, the but, video and put it on youtube um, did you watch it the the feature i did not watch the feature so, i do have the dvd of it, rv that i watched I lo- this on i love that we're getting into this couldn't yeah. get my mom to send it to me so i had to netflix it <laughs> oh. sadly it's off 
why doesn't netflix have that shit i i always say this why don't they have that why don't they have like director's cuts anyway um the featurette really weird the entire thing is centered around every member of the cast talking about how cool robin williams is for like 10 minutes it's like two it's so redundant it is so bizarre cheryl hines is like (laughs) she's not rolling her eyes she's like oh yeah like the the whole cast really loves it cheryl hines who's like a stage actor yeah like (laughs) just like i've done shakespeare she's like wow he just he never really turns out it's like like, stop (laughs) he does like a kind of offensive accent in some scenes but okay like yeah he's great (laughs) anyway though jeff daniels uh mentions at one point he's like yeah i mean this is just an incredible shoot like to come out here for three months and and shoot i was like jeff daniels isn't in three months worth of shots <laughs> he was just vibing <laughs> yeah the, he was, the fact that he so likes that makes camping sense. makes yeah, a he, lot of sense he was just yeah. camping out so apparently one of the trivia things that i saw was that um i guess they had a bunch of or they had i guess the three people who you see really driving so jeff daniels robin williams and cheryl hines like show up and they were gonna have like rv practice driving for them because i guess there is some level of practice driving in it <laughs> and jeff daniels showed up to set on the first day in his own rv so they canceled his uh his training session for the day the, the, was like, RV, the rv driving they drive around is fucking is sexy. yeah it's so dope uh, oh, yeah it's dope. i thought that was going to be some imdb trivia you're going to drop that is jeff daniels I, rv <laughs> that would be so cool that shit is well, a, like a fucking it's just like classic it's car like an, an influencer rv yeah. I, oh, yeah. dude that's dumb and dumber two money right there <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit that like i would i was saying before the pod that like i've just I've looked up just casual RV living before and being yeah. like, well, but why we, buy a $200,000 house when I can buy a $100,000 RV? It just makes more sense. Um, uh, so, well, yeah, 100K RV, that's – now you're now, now you're talking. Yeah, you're getting like some bougie yeah, stuff. Uh, one fun fact about the RV is, though, you know Irv on the side of the RV? It's Barry Sonnenfeld. That's, that's the man. Yeah. That's, we were wondering because it's like – That guy, he's <laughs> like trying to be uh, – uh, Robert Rodriguez, but he's like not as handsome. No, I was my I genuinely the whole time I was like either we're gonna get payoff at the end and meet that guy, which I didn't remember, or th- that guy is too ugly to be an actor. Yeah, <laughs> like that guy, <laughs> and then the he's just movie. in the feature at directing the movie. Like, uh, I love oh, that yeah, like Ernest's qualification between him and Robert Rodriguez <laughs> is his good looks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his guitar playing abilities aren't up to snuff like no, Robert Tyler. No, not even close. Uh. All right, Stephen. L- l- let me know if you if you agree with this. The Rotten Tomato okay. score, twenty four percent. That's way too low, right? That feels I, so I low. That, yeah, that that's just people coming after it. You know, I think they weren't ready for that change of pace. They weren't ready for that. You know, I, I don't think a lot of people like these types of movies. It, it's it's a lot of my, a nasty movie. Oh, I mean, it kind of is. But you go back and you think of the same era and. One of my other favorite movies from this is Wild Hogs. Mm-hmm. That movie is a road trip classic, and yeah. they dunk on that too. And sometimes it's a fun thing just to turn on. So I'd give it at least a thirty percent. I mean, we've we've been <laughs> we've been watching some real stinkers. Yeah, uh, in this this, this is like fucking like Citizen Kane. Yeah, and this, and this was funny. Like it it's was fun. a good time. That the acting was. All everyone I think did a good, good job. Yeah, it's a good cast, and there's yeah. some there's some jokes that land. And just the idea of like all this whole family just being horrible people and not really learning to be better people, but just learning to like be more <laughs> amicable to each other mm-hmm. is a good to idea. Yeah. 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 Like there, it's not like a like a fucking schmaltzy dumb shit about like, oh 
father wants his family to be nice to each other and this trip is to bring people together it's not that's not what it is he's also shitty everyone's shitty and by the end they're just not that shitty to each other so in terms of the rotten tomatoes score and general reception i think this type of movie started popping up more in the 2000s it is it's like a children's movie but it's like very very cynical like it's it's very like like you said, especially in the first half of the movie, everyone just sucks. Like this whole family yeah. sucks. Shit. Awful. There's no one you can like in the whole family. There's no one you can relate to. Um, and uh, and then on top of that, you have it gets it's crass for PG. Hutcherson, yeah, bitch. There's a lot of stuff that's like man, it's, yeah, the rolling is, turd. A lot yeah, of turd the rolling talk. turd. I mean, there's yeah, the fucking Robin gets like showered in and piss and shit <laughs> yeah you know like it, it's all that stuff and Wait. that type of movie was universally every single one of those movies like roger ebert fucking hated and he he gave this one two stars he did Oof, not like which Raj. but like and, it, and his headline national buffoons vacation oh wow. I, and that know, doesn't work because uh lampoon is also like a silly word <laughs> like but buffoon like like listen by 06 Raj is kind of off of his a game here okay all right like he's yeah we're getting we're getting to the end of Raj. he's, he's yeah. stage four <laughs> stage this four Raj. stage five yeah. <laughs> but yo you're you're right like this movie i mean one uh fuck the razzies they should be blasted into the sun because they're the worst organization uh that we have but like this movie like it won worst excuse for family entertainment and kristen chinwith was nominated for worst supporting actress what? that sucks i what are you talking about kristen chinwith is fun in this movie her, her things are thinging her things are thinging. Uh, that's what i was about Some to of- say i don't remember a pg movie with those things in it listen I mean? there's so there are so many things in this movie I, that i, can, nice I will say one in the wind i I mean, I, I don't like theater kids, but you know what I mean? I can make an exception. I said this, I said this to Guy while we were watching it, but like Barry's taking some liberties with some of the angles here. Like there's no reason for him to use some of the angles that he's using unless he's trying to show off them things. I like, and listen, that's all there is to it. I also, I like it's the a nasty movie. <laughs> I like the arc of, uh, jeff daniel's son falling in love with jojo and then especially of little josh falling in love with that yeah. busted ass little girl. <laughs> <laughs> christ here here's uh, here's what i want to do i want to go in a time machine and go up to all the families that are walking out of the theater in this of this movie in, in 2006 all the parents that took their kids thinking that this would be fun family entertainment and just walk out within the first half hour i want to go up to all of them and be like stick around you don't know what's coming this family you don't know how much you are going to long for a movie like this everything is going to become so sanitized there's no family entertainment family (laughs) films don't get made anymore disappear yeah you will see ant-man and the lost quantum mania and want to taste the teat of the shit tube of this rv please (laughs) there's no back there's no piss or shit in mario (laughs) yeah and they're plumbers. Really? I think are you sure? Oh man, that's a bummer. <laughs> um, no, you're you're definitely right about that. It also I I think speaking well, so speaking toward the like I kind of want to go against what I said earlier a little bit because especially later on in the movie, I really like when I was a kid, especially, I didn't like movies that started like this, where like it start it you don't even get a taste of like the good life in the beginning it's just pure bad and then you just you know by the end that things will be okay but you're just like slowly waiting yeah um 
But God damn it, though, like what like halfway through this movie, once they start bonding, I was like, oh, fuck, this rocks. Like because that's when I really I like I saw a decent amount of my family in this family of like like they're like they're all like misanthropes. You know, they don't like like the, like when they're when they're avoiding the other family. That was some shit that my family would do. If sure. We, yeah. If we ran into some people we didn't like in public, you know, we'd all be like, oh, fuck, oh fuck, this. Fuck. Oh, my God, you guys. But then just like, yeah. And just like the the general like. I don't know. In the beginning, it's just too harsh. It there, there's too much hate in their hearts. So like, <laughs> they cannot stand Robin Williams, and he, it, it's evidently so bad for him that he feels the need to hide the fact that he needs to work to make money for them I, to live. That's yeah, no, that whole part is like insane it about these kids yeah, just being north. So, but then you do see uh the way that Robin and um Cheryl Hines act around the other family. So it's like, oh, these this is all just an awful family. Like <laughs> the kids are breeding off of the energy of their parents yeah, here. They also they let they let Hutcherson get whatever clothes he wants at the mall. Like that I I had dude, a heart dude was just Cheryl needs to Cheryl needs crying. to tighten up a little bit because there were not there were not like suburban upper middle class white boys wearing like that level of soldier boy in 2005 that that's crazy I, I don't know maybe uh, the man had a, he had a workout set in his room he they were both being treated well this is like one of those early movies too where like it shows a kid kind of like sucked into technology with like Jojo constantly yes. being messaging and everything yeah. too. Ahead of its time. And you kind of, and you see the disconnect between like Robin and her and like just her from everything, except all the shit she's learning about online. And I think that that was like an interesting like take on the kids as well. No, and that, I mean, Hutcherson is just trying to get his pump on, which we all were hopefully dude, it, yeah. at that age. Don't oh, yeah. interrupt the weight training schedule yeah. dude you can't uh, disrupt uh, it dad you're boiling my vibe <laughs> you think he went method for that i think that movie stunted josh's growth yeah i, yeah. I think he and, went and full-blown and torque mode in there he and also Robin does tell him that like working I, out more will cause him to get taller like the height is an issue that is, yeah, for that the is, character that's that's not true. I have Working so out many... when you're really young makes you. And Robin is short. Like I don't think he was a tall guy. Yeah. No, they he's play like... him like he's like six three in this thing. That whole sequence, I have a lot of thoughts about that specific sequence where he encounters the other like basketball players. Yeah, and he just one... like does AAV at them until they run um, away. Yeah. One, I love how they <laughs> decided so they decided to instead of putting a person of color in that role, put three other white dudes says then Josh isn't racist for like acting the way yeah. that he's acting. They're all racist. Um, and Robin can do his little um, black speak, which is not not great. But, you know, there's a couple of those in Robin's filmography. But I do love after that, uh, whenever his son, uh, like they like walk away, like get the bullies out of there and everything. And Robin goes up to him as they're walking away. It's just like, it appears to me we haven't had a seventh heaven heaven type speech with each other in a while son <laughs> at, at the time that was very topical in 2006 was like, oh. this yeah this is the type of movie that like i think i think we watched it like on demand as a family and i think my dad thought it was like a hoot because he was like ah you know worth the seven bucks he's yeah. like yeah we all you know we all, i i want to kill myself too i don't know <laughs> i also was happier before you were born yeah. i don't know <laughs> no, this this movie is like it's like dad uh dad fantasy yes because yeah <laughs> dad ends up the hero yeah while and, still doing work and his kids his <laughs> yeah. kids tell him uh how good of a dad he is despite how not good of a dad he is yeah he's he's frankly not a very good dad and cheryl's a horrible mom 
Um, they also they they work as a couple. I said this to Ernest while we were watching. They they work as a couple because they both look like different species of monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so hairy, dude. No, the thing is they He's like they maimed back the hairiness in this movie. I think to make him more of like a beta boy to Jeff Daniels. Because I noticed, I don't know what they had also to do. Also, just because like it's it like down. very unpalatable to look at that much hair on him. Well, I think that they might. I think they must have had to like shave him down before, like each day before shooting. Because oh, it was probably to not get all that shit off of him. His his yeah, collars is so tight yeah. around him so you can't see the chest hair buffing out because otherwise the whole thing of like him being the beta cuck to jeff daniels it doesn't work if you see like big old hairy sexy, monkey man yeah sexy chest yeah are, are we gonna carve out like a solid 20 for the shit scene or what like i am ready for can it. we for do shit a guys frame, fr- frame by frame yeah so see he, the kids said they wanted to go to like old yell uh go see yellowstone on the way home but they <laughs> saw old faithful so like what's the I, point in my memory i thought this was like the big third act moment and it <laughs> happens i know so you're like oh we're already movie. getting to the to the piss and shit huh is this is this the most memorable scene from the film because i watched this with my partner she did not remember seeing any moment but she was like i remember the hit scene from this movie yeah no it's me, iconic it's it, it was the only memory i had from the movie it's very i mean for a children's movie i can't really name many other children's movies that go this far with shit it's very visceral like i was squirming every moment every drip yeah, it's, it's, oh, this is worse than bridesmaids i mean this is like <laughs> it really is. no one's talking about this it's it's really brutal I, and the you know uh, w- watching it it was like there were definitely several like discussions with like you know the production design about like what color to make it because if it was like super dark i think that that would make it like a pg-13 movie <laughs> i was wondering it's that worse. it was those dark yeah. brown it's shit. worse it's I know. so green theoretically <laughs> yeah the fact that it's, it's green makes me there. makes me like smell it more vividly <gasps> but <gasps> but you know you can't you can't do that like they were like make it make it make it like light, light. it does make sense it's so visceral it's yeah um and it and it does you know it works so he's he's approached by these fucking hicks who help him out one of the hicks is matthew gray goobler from criminal which minds which is crazy <laughs> yeah i love that you gave him the criminal minds plug i guess that is his biggest like what what were you gonna i honestly probably. yeah i honestly don't know from 10 else. minutes and 500 days of summer oh, Facts. oh yeah the friend nice wow Shit. he gives that beautiful speech his little monologue Ooh, that's he a good was, like, and that's was, why i love her he was wow. the king of the motherfucking world back then Oh yeah, he was because he, he was might coming. Still be on CBS. I know oh, that's that, the that thing dude is, is playing those Yeah, he's he is he's worth like like nine figures by now probably. Uh, um, you guys, but, you can't take him to a retirement home. They'd rip him apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, I wanted to uh, go back to our director guy Barry Sonnenfeld real quick because I was perusing his uh, IMDb. And like the oh, first incredible work, the yeah, first yeah. line of, of his career paragraph is he began working on pornographic films. <laughs> Let's go before King starting shit. work as a DP. And now the- he casts his daughter in movies. Um, really? Chloe Sonnet. So Moon, you know, the girl Moon. Pretty sure no. that's his daughter. Yeah. No. Who's in this movie? Okay. The, the daughter who Josh Hutchinson has the hots for. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah fucking nepo so baby. when did he stop working on pornographic films because hopefully before making our yeah 
You're because um, we're, we're threatening on some mighty thin ice I right think, now. I think he, it might have been after Wild Wild West. He had to start doing that. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I wanted to bring I it up. I think he because, had to go back to porn after Wild Wild <laughs> yeah, West to like yeah, revitalize I mean. his career. Yeah. yeah. So so his so like we mentioned before, he has this this DP career that um, is uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All, he was also a director of photography. Yeah. Okay. All right. There Whoa. We go. Whoa. Come on. No. He um Yeah, he starts he starts with the Coens like from the jump. Like which I think is Blood sort of simple. Seems like it's sort of a golden ticket for him, TBH. Because that yeah, because he he started his first DP role was like two years before that. And then they give him Blood Simple. And then Raising Arizona. Yeah, and then he and then he links up with Reiner during like peak fucking Reiner. Yeah, like he does best big, Reiner. Uh when Harry met Sally, then back to Cohen's with Miller's Crossing, and then he does Misery. Uh, and that's the last uh, DP career or uh, credit that he has. Um, and then he does Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values, Get Shorty, and Men in Black, which I think Men in Black is one of the great movies. Like the 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 energy that that movie captures is absolutely singular. It, there's no other movie like it. I mean, obviously, there's been movies that have tried to emulate it, but that's to me that's like one of those kind of lightning in a bottle mm. kind of movies so you know i think that no matter how uh jagged this guy's career might be before and after he gets a gold star for men in black um and he um, did all of them like all of the sequels yeah. of all the movies he yeah, did it's hey, a hard the, thing to like hold on to i know it's not maybe beneficial to him but well it's he hard dropped to get out the rights to do all of them he dropped off after three. He didn't make whatever the fucking was that came out in like 2019 or whatever. Yeah, Chris yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, I, I, thought he, I thought he did do it. I thought it said on... He, he probably know? has he probably has like, like EP. Some kind of EP. Yeah, they just oh, okay, pay yeah, him. Yeah, they yeah. just send him a check for it. I Look, Men in Black 2? <laughs> well, that movie's bad, but that's like a movie that I've seen a hundred times because of the year in which it came out. And so he, he up, also but, does Wild Wild West. Um, which is an atrocious movie. Another movie that I've seen like a hundred times. Definitely have the VHS for it somewhere at my house. Wicka wicka wow wow Wes. Um, Big Trouble. What is Big Trouble? I don't know what that is. Tim Allen. That's a Tim Allen like romp. Like I think it's like a gangster adjacent movie, kind of like bit like Get Shorty. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Mm. Then Men in Black Two. Then RV. So I mean, there were some moments during RV where I was definitely like, okay, yeah, this is the guy who made men in black, like extremely watered down, uh, definitely not even close to being the same energy, but you can, you can see traces of it. Then he does men in black three and then nine lives guys, nine lives. Brother. That Kevin is, Spacey. That's the Kevin Spacey movie came yeah. out that that movie came out like, a month after all the Kevin Spacey shit as as it was as the shit was hitting as the, the shit was actively hitting the fan yeah. it was like nine lives the new case space film where he plays like a a mean cat um I also am contractually obligated to mention that he did uh direct um Lee Pace oh pushing daisies yeah pushing daisies I I still have never seen that no I was gonna say he directed um a series of unfortunate events really uh, for uh, Netflix. One of the most uh, shitty looking shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Ernie, you want to defend it? I, as, as I signed an NDA uh, <laughs> as part of the official fan club, and I can't uh, comment. Anyone who watched it, they made sign an NDA. Um, <laughs> but the other director of that series was Bo Welch of uh, The Cat in the Hat. Oh. So, you know, wow. you combine Barry Sonnenfeld and Bo Welch, From and you get the best looking... minds of Barry Sonnenfeld and Bo Welch. <laughs> well, you know who should have played motherfucking uh the, the guy is motherfucking robin you know what i mean not NBA. oh count olaf yeah yeah whatever yeah. his name is i almost called him lemony i mean no jim, jim carrey jim carrey was he was goaded yeah he was fucking fully goaded with that shit um so yeah barry barry he comes in he does his thing i think he um is low-key like one of the best sort of um the directors that are really good that never quite sort of reach that next layer household name level. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like he'll never be, he'll never be like, um, I don't know, like a James Mangold. I don't know. (laughs) That household (laughs) name, James Mangold. (laughs) It's funny. I think of, uh, Barry Sonfield in the same vein as like Barry Levinson, my two Barry's. Uh, together as like a Barry Levinson is like one of my favorite guys, but I don't think he ever really hit that like extra level. Like he made Rain Man, made Good Morning Vietnam, made fucking um, toys. Man of the Year, dude. Toys, uh, Man of the Year. Which we'll get into. <laughs> uh, but he never actually like really crossed over into that that not top many do echelon tier. Um, I did also want to say that on the Wikipedia for RV, it says that it's also known as Runaway Vacation. Oh. Oh. So that's there how you market a Should movie. it have been RV colon runaway vacation? I mean, maybe the SEO would have been fucking better. I just searched RV. Guess what came up? Guess. Not the movie. <laughs> you can't look it up on YouTube. You try to even find a clip and it's just dudes vlogging their RVs. Yeah. Um, And then you search RV movie and fucking Nomadland pops up. Oh yeah, I did log this movie on Letterboxd and my review was pre-recession nomad land. <laughs> Felt pretty proud of that one. That's, that's pretty good. That's fact. Cuz I I mean, you know, things were simpler back then, pre-08, you know. You could mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. you could just drive around in an RV and smile. You didn't have to have the weight of society on you. Yeah, you, you weren't know. driving away from that. Yeah. Right. You just <laughs> drive into another day of work, maybe. Yeah. You, you don't have to work at Amazon for a month. You could work at Pure Vibe. Do you think that like Jeff Daniels family like really looks down on the nomads? They're like, oh, you only joined this because you lost your house. <laughs> Fucking idiot. This I was They're born into this life, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Daniels is is just fucking living, bro. He's the like the coolest. Like L I V I N. He might be like one of like the top guys, like top like famous people that I just want to like hang out and have a beer with. And he feels like it would just be like totally normal. We just sit there and like talk about the socks. He's a Boston boy. <laughs> Jeff Daniels. What do you fucking know about the fucking Red Sox, Hunter? Ah, <laughs> uh, the <Shut> socks. <laughs> is the Jeff Daniels? Is he really from? No way. He's from fucking Georgia. <laughs> well, in Boston, my Georgia. mind, Boston, Georgia. Mm-hmm. He was right he, next to Augusta. He was not even close. He's really good in this. He he has some really good takes where uh, it's like it's almost it's like um, yeah. What did we say it was? It was uh, like they came together adjacent. It's camp, uh, but more like glamp. 
with that fucking thing they're, they're staying in, you know? By Boston, I meant Whoa. Athens, Georgia, which uh, we can sit there and talk about the dogs. Okay. And the dogs and the socks are the dogs wear socks. You why do you feel the need to prove that you would have something to <laughs> speak about with him? Just because I just feel like we'd just hang out. I think we'd pal around. We'd be friends. Okay. I me and Jeff it. could hang out. I've always said this about you and yeah, him. that me and Jeff I, I would, have like very similar energy. I would talk to him about how America is the 49th best country in education in the world. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, all our people are dying, our kids are stupid as fuck. You know why? We're not friends anymore. We're, we're not good neighbors to each other. When no one, you know, you go next door for a cup of sugar, you know, you get shot. People these days, everyone's so into their phones. That's a stupid fucking show, everybody. Anyway, um, getting back to the plot of this, it, if we're going back to the very beginning and like a true issue I had, I could not buy into the fact that he truly felt the need to hide the fact that he's doing work from his yeah. family. It's so insane because... It's partially his daughter's fucking fault because of her bitch ass friend. Like fucking Gretchen. Her PETA ass friend. Um Yeah, 2006 was like we were talking PETA was villain coded. And yeah, liking the environment was pure <laughs> villain coded. Also during the movie, when Will Arnett used hand sanitizer and Ernest was like, why is hand sanitizer villain coded? <laughs> yeah. Which is very true. It's never he used positively. Will Arnett is like uh, the boss is probably like one of his better roles too. And so they really do. It. He shoots the hell out of all of those office scenes for just being a desk, Robin Williams and Will Arnett. Mm -hmm. You really pure, get like the, a pure the dominating pure asshole. You can't root for that guy have, at all. Have you seen G force? The <laughs> um, he's he's <laughs> good. Man, as I can't remember every time I took mushrooms, man. You, know, <laughs> <I remember. laughs> you, you may have seen it without putting it on. If you took mushrooms, because it's, it's Wait, that type the, of you like took mushrooms and then went to a petco and you're like, damn, these are like some secret agents or something. I don't know what's going oh, on. Here. What's oh, the cage? I think I wrote the script for it, looked it up, and said, damn, they already did it. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, the damn, the fat one is John Favreau and everything. Fuck. Where he's like, come on, Favreau's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. is. And the lead is <laughs> fucking uh, uh, what's his name? Sam uh, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah. yeah, Sam Rockwell. Oh wow, doing like does just his, like does he dance? Sam Rockwell voice. <laughs> he he does, I think, to like a Black Eyed Peas song. Anyway, yeah, Arnett Arnett's the exact same guy in that movie as well. He's he's really good at this. He's a good suit. I I have a Will Arnett question for you guys that I want to ask, and I say this as somebody who grew up. Will Arnett was like he's a staple of our childhoods. Like we all love Will Arnett love arrested development one of my favorite shows have we reached will arnett saturation at this point and should we in 2006 take... no 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 in 2023 no and should oh, we 100%, take... i think so i, I think that... i watch the nba you see all those commercials he's doing you should we... he's a voice actor now the thing is um i watched the lego masters show with will arnett and i was like i want will arnett to knock it the fuck off is what my takeaway was that, for what? that that's your own fault I, I just saying, I think the Will Arnett has become too much of like a like funny, loving, like he shouldn't host things. I, I want this guy to be a goon. I what want is to like Lego root Master? It's literally a fucking Lego show. It's a reality show where they build Legos, Ernie. Yeah, that Ernie. sounds perfect. It's like, for hey, Will it's, like, it's like, but he's just, I think he's becoming just a voice. And that's the, that's I, want the him, problem. I want him to do bits. I want him to be like intimidating uh, Will Arnett again or. You get you it. Know, okay. do, there's do too much. There's too much Will Arnett in the market. I, I think I, Will Arnett is like you don't want too much Will Arnett. I love shrimp. If I eat shrimp every single day of my life, then I'm gonna feel sick. Well, okay, like I can't. He's had, I guess, he's had like 
sort of a two hump career. Oh yeah. That didn't have a peak either time. Like he is. There's bef- it's like the before Amy Poehler and after Amy Poehler. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like a genuine, you know, I'd say he's like a genuine B lister probably. Um, he's, but, but he's, he's generally liked, but if you ask him, he's talked about this before. He he came up in, in you know sort of in in comedy like sketch in the same crop of people that all got SNL and like he's he's always said in another world he just was one he was on the like if he had gotten SNL he would have been on the best cast of SNL like ever and he everyone on that cast you know you you had like a sixty percent chance of becoming a movie star for at least a few years so yeah he he was like very unfulfilled and now he's having this sort of second go where you know a he's set for fucking life uh, you know post like bojack and everything um i hope so i i mean we've learned that maybe netflix doesn't pay their yeah, people yeah. enough but i mean in terms of in terms of talent like he's never bad oh no yeah no 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 that's 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 not what i'm getting at here i just i i love and bojack is a perfect example of like that is like capturing Will Arnett's essence at his finest. I actually think that Bojack is his best performance in anything, even though it is just a, than a voice Batman. acting. Um, he's so good in Lego Batman. He's like, I man, think he's amazing. Lego as Batman Joe Bluth. rules. Joe Bluth rules. Oh, he has Bluth, great of stuff. Uh, I don't like him uh, doing like um, Nicole Byer hosting type <laughs> uh, derogatory. Uh, <laughs> I don't want him getting those and telling about forward, um, full, four wheel drive and shit yeah, like I, that. I that too. I don't want him on every what, Dodge commercial. What are that I'm you seeing. guys watching? It's NBA. <laughs> We're what? watching the, the NBA. NBA. <laughs> We're watching sports on occasion. And the sports, it's just the same what? eight commercials. You know, so you're hating on a guy making a living. That's the one thing Damon I. Damon John Cena, man, cut it out. <laughs> you have enough, okay? John Ham yeah, too with the saying. with the voice work. John Ham oh, is well, just that's always sad. a he, The that's voice just, of. That's just voice a of Mercedes. Um, <laughs> like, how can a man so handsome be so <laughs> yeah. strapped for that's cash? The difference. I think that's the difference here. Is like, eventually, like you don't want to look at Will Arnett anymore. <laughs> eventually, you're like, I don't, I don't want to look at that guy anymore. John Hamm, you're like, nah, I, I'd like to keep looking at that. Well, some, speaking some of looking at him, I, I got his Wikipedia pulled up. I just gotta <laughs> hold on a second. Like the the pictures that are on his Wikipedia page, like who. Oh. Who chose this? Is it like peak alcoholism <laughs> face era? Uh, oh, wait, it didn't show I, I, that, that screen. That photo does kind of like... 2008 capture yeah. Will Arnett pretty well, though. Where is it? When it comes to it's, his uh, acting chops. <laughs> he's just always playing that same, like... I, it's rare that he mixes it up, but I appreciate what he does. Okay, yeah. okay. I got to get it on the screen. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's oh, not great. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah. Woo! Are you serious? No, these are, these are brutal. <laughs> what do you think that movie's doing press for at the top? What do you think that is up there? What year? It's 2019. That, uh, so that's we'll get a little post peak Batman. The... Bojack Farewell. Oh, that's Lego. That's Lego. Look at that yellow head. In the, yeah, in that's, the, that's, that's oh, side. Lego movie sequel. Yeah, probably good that uh, he's just a voice actor in that. So. <laughs> that one's pretty good that's when he, that's he came back line. from turkey with that hairline you know what i mean <laughs> honestly he looks good with a goatee i think it's because he's good as like an evil goon that you're like yeah no fuck it give him a goatee just fits the vibe i i like the guy i'm not i know i'm not hating on him for making some money hey you know maybe uh 
Jason Bateman hoards all the fucking smartless cash and doesn't let Will Arnett have a single penny. Wow. So he's got to pimp himself out to fucking Chrysler or whatever the fuck. So so I didn't believe that he would hide the fact that he was working from. No, so I did want to ask. (laughs) I, I wanted to ask a plot question for you guys because they make this whole big deal with the laptop. And how, like, he's secretly working off of the laptop, and then he has to, like, he can't get services, and he hides it there, and then he gets stolen by, like, a fucking, like, a hobo with a guitar and everything else. So they have to chase him down. So my thinking was he's going to go through all of these antics. Like, he's going to, like, miss, like, drive the RV down the mountain everything else and he's not gonna get caught from that he's gonna get caught because the kid is going to call him out with the laptop that's like good like screenwriting to close the loops instead the laptop thread kind of just goes nowhere like the kids is just like oh you have a nice laptop and they're like wait what and he's like oh anyways let's bail and then that's kind of it they're just gonna follow him anyways that's the thing is it uh, if they just kept following them at that point, it would be like they need to get arrested. Like, yeah, because they were already being weirdos. But if they if they just stalk them through like the Colorado mountains for no reason, because at that point, their RV is like off of like the normal nomad land trail, you know, of like RV people. They're just they're getting they're like on like a hiking trail. So taking the you are correct, however, like the whole time I was like, oh, that this will be the you know, this is the MacGuffin. This is what's going to bust his ass is they're going to be like, hey, we found your laptop. Right. I, I feel like there's almost like a Mandela effect with this movie because I almost had that plot point in my head same it's because when it, it didn't yeah. happen i was like wait a second it's, i thought that was a that was it's a like thing. i mean it seems like sort of a vestigial appendage thing where it was probably it probably yeah. factored into a draft and then they had to like they had to work around it for blah 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 like because it's reasons. more fun for to see rv go into lake and then that be the reason why that was epic sauce that I is that. yeah it is it yeah but like it's you still can have both like, of those things yeah because it's, it's literally just like he slips up and he's like how am i gonna get to the big meeting work what yeah i mean i mean uh i mean uh i mean so uh, i gotta go poop steven did you did you have a mandela effect when uh chris and chenoweth and jeff daniels didn't try to go full uh swinger mode bro i i for sure i thought it was happening i thought thought they were gonna offer dinner and he was gonna try to slider that daniel sausage you know what i mean (laughs) i was like the kids are gonna go play and the parents are gonna i i swear to god is is this in like we're the millers or something it must be is there like a swinger thing i don't know they try to fuck that kid with a tattoo i don't know i don't remember that movie that much me neither but, but i had a memory that like Chenoweth and Daniels when I saw I had no memory of them being in this movie but when I saw them it all started to click and I was like they definitely like try to get yes sleepy sensual mode there's very easy way that we could make this pg-13 and in that draft you could just take that you could take these ideas right here that we're saying because I mean Robin does say like, oh, she make a job like make a job just staying here like doing what hooking, dude. I screamed, <laughs> I screamed. That was 
Honestly, that's like a great Robin being a fucking <laughs> asshole, being like Robin being a piece of you shit. That's, either, yeah, Robin. and that that plays into like in in a normal script, like he would be like the affable dad who's like trying to bring his whole family together, and he's truly like means well. But this guy sucks. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking he's, around. He keeps on he keeps on saying the dumbest shit of all time. I do have questions about that family because they are just like, oh, uh, we're like, uh, turns out we're all actually really smart. We all go to Stanford and everything else. They have to have better social awareness than this. Like there has, I don't know. Is it like a point of denial that they're just like I not accepting that somebody doesn't no, want to hang out with them? Or I think that did they just have homeschool kidism? I think that a, well, yeah, a, the kids are homeschooled. So, so like, they yeah, don't have all, any social all bets skills. Are off with them. I think that Chenoweth is just like sort of fucking nuts. Like, you know, she's a pyramid scheme lady. Like she, you know what I mean? So yeah, like by at the end, Daniels is like, well, you know, we know we're not everyone's cup of tea or whatever. But like, she is, she's like out of her fucking his, mind. His face w during that final sequence when Robin is like, these people are speech. annoying and we hated them. He's just like, he's, he's like grunting he's like, in the background. Like, Actually, <laughs> he gives the yeah, he gives the exact. You said this, the exact uh, Max Greenfield, and they came together. Yeah, like, hey, bro, bro. <laughs> Um, there's a few they came together. Hey, one more thing, Dad. Yeah. Thanks. So it, it's so yeah. <laughs> that that movie more than anything captured the way that movies try to wrap everything up very yeah. neatly at mm -hmm. the end, even when it doesn't make uh -huh. sense. Which this movie very much does. Have you seen it, Stephen? They came together. Yeah, that's a Showalter. Yeah, yeah, banger, right? Yeah, yep. David Wayne. Yeah, David no. Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, I think co-written by Showalter. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's the Stella boys it's, having a romp. I think that's like... And it's Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler, right? Uh -huh. Will Arnett's ex-wife. Uh -huh. uh -huh. We oh. need to figure... Oh, man, you're right. The connective tissue. Arnett, to... Arnett is in that, right? No. Yeah. No, he's he plays the... No, he's not. <sighs> he's not in that. No, movie. he's not. No, I'm thinking of um a different guy who played the the boss friend. Uh, Chris Maloney. Yeah. The, the god. I would, I would, oh God, I would watch him in so, in any movie. Chris Maloney is a classic guy who, who just like shot? should be an A-lister, but he's just too weird. He got, and he just won't his, submit to his the hairline scheme. is just too up there. <laughs> and also he just got a little bit too paid by SVU. Yeah. And there was one point where him oh, and yeah. Mariska were getting like, I think a million an episode for SVU Damn. for like, for like five, six years straight. Live and, your life and he game. walked, he was like, you know what? I'm going to go make like a weird a sci-fi network show with like Patton Oswalt. It's like, yeah, go, go. How's that going? You know, I think he's happy. Oh, good. I think he's really happy. Anyway, um, can I can I say one more thing about Will Arnett? Please, <laughs> yeah. If you look up Art Arnett, they came together. The first picture that comes up is uh, Amy Poehler with Paul Rudd on the set of They Came Together, getting married. It's the first image. Wow, so. man, tough beat. You know uh, she uh, she dated Nick Kroll for a couple of years too. Oh, dude, dream baby. This is that's, <laughs> baby. That's a tough. That's a tough. Uh, Will Arnett um, could play Waluigi in that new uh, Mario <laughs> epic it. universe. Put him in there. Put him in there. I well, he's already in the Illumination family. Um, he was in Rise of Gru. Um, so whenever the go. portals open up with the Illumination networks, uh, that's going to be a little bit difficult for him to voice too many two different people. <laughs> we we did forget <laughs> to mention that he did replace Army Hammer in Next Goal Wins. So did we forget to mention that? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
Oh, edit, man, edit that back in. <laughs> you mentioned that already. Edit that back in. Um, <laughs> we, could be looking, over? we could be looking at an Oscar run <laughs> for Will. Man, Ed, just as I said that I've reached Will's saturation, I now have to walk this mm-hmm. all back. Can you actually clip that like 22 minutes that we had in this podcast? <laughs> I'm, I'm having a hard time imagining a character that is played similarly by, by army hammer yeah. and it's like who can we get for this how about, will arnett how about arnett <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> the oeuvre of those two men are just like almost polar opposites yeah anyway um what else do we have to say about about rv love hutch i i want to say again i think that the kids I'm, I'm very picky about my my child acting performances i think these are two great ones mm-hmm. um Jojo, like I said, a, a really a surprise hit, and then she gets the little uh, you know, the credits uh singing solo. Um yeah. it is a bummer. Where's the Jojo original song in here? What if uh she there was, was a point too much where money. just like she was on the boat on the van, she's like, get out right now. It's the, <laughs> the end, end of you and, and me, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Also, um, man, Jojo has some fucking bangers. That's the thing about Jojo. Two. Well, some two hit, two hit wonder. Better than one. one. She's one of the better two hit wonders ever. Steven, I'm curious what you think about like the whole Alpine brewing company. That's not uh beer what yeah it, soda this socialist soda. uh mountain dew yeah it's like it's like ben and jerry's <laughs> but for like yeah mountain that's dew. the vibe i got it, it was very like the fact that robin williams takes a job with him at the end too he didn't is have like, any options i, I was uh, yeah it, but at the same time it's like how does his morals align with this company like his family is so like bush era disconnected from everything else going on in the world that he's like driving through the country just to you know get to this meeting that obviously is like crucial to his life but at the same time it's like this company is like crucial to the success of this like large mega corporation putting colas in schools it sounds like they're set I I was a I, lot of we're, questions. There. Well, we're stepping on the next day. One of our one of our uh, categories well, let's, here. Let's do the categories. But uh, no, well, that's yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about where the future yeah. of this goes, and it does not end up well for them. No, like, because it's, it's not going to. It, yeah, up. because because the conceit there, like the idea there, is definitely like, oh, the you know, Robin and the family are so permanently changed by the events of like the last couple of days you know that, that this is all gonna work yeah, out this is a week like they're not gonna you're... they're not gonna hate each other in like oh yeah and like in a fucking week you know they're, they're just gonna go back to being awful I, not even hate each other how about like like go back to hating this lifestyle that they just decided to go to you know what's really nice is like have you ever just like had one of those situations where you like go you travel to a place and you're like god this place is so nice i don't want this vacation in here i should just move here most of the time it's kind of good that you don't just move to like your vacation spot you like it because it's a getaway from your normal life if that becomes your normal life it's no longer a getaway and it's not fun anymore that's true yeah the because even if you know they're not living in an rv they are moving to the mountains they have to living like full country lifestyle um they can't get any wi-fi in his little his little fucking disc floppy that he has you gotta reject reject technology that's what this lifestyle calls for (laughs) yeah you can't be so plugged in 
it's also the raise on their knockoff blackberries one tube one thing i thought was really dumb was the idea that these soda company owners these like hippy dippy like they they re- really have morals they're they're finding out during robin's speech at the end that this like mega corp is bad like he like when when but he's you telling you can't get cell service out here dude they never got <laughs> an email google yeah, doesn't exist anything. yet yeah, they're like, on alta vista right now when it like he's so telling, and then doesn't page. like doesn't like jojo chime in too or am i imagining yeah that? no 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 jojo she, just she like kind of takes have, over yeah she, they have the worst environmental yeah. record of any she was waiting and all the employees moment. are like oh you didn't even like google the fucking company that's about to buy you like don't even invite him over 2006 was different dude. you had to ask jeeves and you had to be really specific with your questions people were still faxing each other oh biggest biggest l of the movie has to go to laird oh oh Oh, dude laird also do you bungled the president when you when you see him you know you see him for a good five minutes without him talking and then he opens his mouth and you're like what the funniest uh will arnett point in the movie is he's just like that's right uh bob you nail this speech uh i'll go ahead you'll get the promotion you'll get the private office i'll personally push laird down a flight of stairs (laughs) (laughs) bye laird i want to push laird down a flight laird laird flops so fucking hard Oh he does. God. I got cold sweats watching him. Yeah, he chokes. Like from the jump, he's just like, oh, good, 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 good. Oh, what's this? this, this in, soda in, is in the good, year nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, <laughs> the profits will be. Okay, real quick before we get into the the cage gories, uh, RV opened at number one at the box office, sixteen wow. million dollars on what? April twenty-eighth. What's number two? Two thousand six. Two thousand. Uh, number two. I want you guys to guess. Uh, this is, I'm not peeking over it. This it's is, a this drama. Is a this is a fun game that we just made up. It's a drama uh, based on what a, year? This 2006. is 2006. 2006? April yeah. 06. Uh, a very um, <laughs> a very serious drama about a very serious recent event, recent calamity. Is this like it's fair was it the World Trade Center? Or something? Yeah. World Trade oh, World Tra- oh a drama yeah no, you're on you're on the right track but it's not that movie what's it is it called oh. flight 93 that's that's close <sighs> what's it called flight united, is- united, is there- 93. united 93 united 93 oh yeah uh number three mark Wahlberg was on that plane <laughs> i think he was he was I'm- just like he was just tied up you why know? why hasn't he mm-hmm. done that movie for netflix yet the like, 9 yeah, yeah. just like what the if I on is, we, yeah. we need a what if episode on Disney Plus of Mark Wahlberg yeah. on the plane. <laughs> he watched uh he watched uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's like, oh, so Quentin can do it, and it's fine, but I try and make yeah. my movie and everybody has a problem with it. <laughs> I want like a you remember you remember sports science with John Brankus? <laughs> I want like that type of like breakdown, like a 3D rendering of what would have happened. My name is John Brankus. I'm John Brankus. This is Sports Science. Uh, I, I hate that guy. The number three movie is a movie that I'm pretty sure does not exist. It's called Stick It. It was released by Walt Disney, uh, I guess, through their Touchstone. Gymnastics film? Is I'm that? Assuming, have you it seen sounds this like movie, it. Steven? It stars. Possibly. It's, I was consuming a lot of content back then. It stars Jeff Bridges as Burt Vickerman. Definitely gymnastics. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think. What is this? Uh, <laughs> after a run is he a gymnastics dad after a run-in with the law Haley graham is fo- forced to return to the world from where she fled f- some years ago 
enrolled in gymnastics. an elite gymnastics program <laughs> run by the legendary Burt Vickerman, <laughs> Haley's rebellious <laughs> attitude gives way to something that just might be called team spirit. I, I knew that Burt Vickerman was in a movie this year, but I couldn't remember which one it was. From, from the writer of Bring It On. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Man. <laughs> it's like, I know two things, dancing and gymnastics. Back then, you could just do dramas about like little groups in high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like Drumline. Right, right. Dude, no, Drumline this is definitely rules. In that. That's a good okay? Yeah. Dude, because the thing Stop about the Drumline art. is that he doesn't know how to read music. But he can drum. Remember how that was the, actually, that was the the big the big bad of the movie is that he actually couldn't read music then uh then you got the silent hill movie um that uh i don't even think i've ever actually seen it but one of the uh scariest blockbuster dvd rental movies that i saw growing up as a kid really just the cover of it okay mine was ghost ship oh ghost ship is a classic yeah that's a classic like 10 minutes i was like (laughs) i'm pretty sure that uh, our blockbuster in Tallahassee, Florida had like a standee for ghost ship at yeah, a point in time. Creepy. Uh, then you got scary movie four. Sick. Um, uh, that's which a, one that's is the, the Dr. Phil one. shack one. Oh, yeah. okay. Number nice. three is the best one. Yeah. Three is, that's the signs one, right? So good. Yeah. yeah. Charlie Sheen and, and uh, yeah, Simon Rex. Yeah. There you Dirt go. Nasty. That is, a, that is <laughs> a great movie. When he cocks the shotgun. Or the 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 shovel that was like <laughs> roll on the ground comedy for me. The the hat. Anthony scene Anderson, too. early Kevin Hart. The scene Legendary. where the hat gets bigger every shot. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's a great movie. And then that guy made uh, the Last of Us. You know, good for him. Yeah, Craig oh, Mason, Mason, baby, what an incredible right. career. Man, he's love Craig Mason. He our needs guy. to bring Simon Rex into the fold and see. Dude, Dude. Oh, let's go. please. That Simon so Rex is just like he's out here just having sex with everyone in mm-hmm. the apocalypse. He has Dude. his own little like disgusting family that he's breeding. Simon Rex could play like a nasty fucker in The Last of Us. I'm just saying, like, yeah. yeah, just uh, all right. Then then you have a movie called The Sentinel. Yo, <laughs> I have seen this movie. With Ke- I know because you've watched every Kiefer Sutherland I, movie. Okay, so in 2006, I am fully in my Kiefer zone. Jesus I at this Christ. point I would watch. I can't okay, believe so that you didn't me. join the army. <laughs> I've watched every season of 24. 24 was like my favorite show was when obs- I was 13. When, when I met you, you I, still loved it. I still, I wanted to, the first day I met you and you became part of a friend group, I was like, can we fucking waterboard this yeah. kid or what? You're like, like we, I want to, I want to torch, yeah. I want to peel his fingernails off. You're like, we got to um, vet this kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 24 is a very important show to me and uh, it probably, it led you to watch the Sentinel. Yeah, it led me to watch the Sentinel. Uh, is it? Is it Douglas who's in that Michael movie Douglas too? Yeah, Michael Kiefer. Douglas is in yeah. it too. Okay, yeah. Um, but this is what I, this is what I want to get to. So then you have Ice Age: The Meltdown hanging around at the number seven spot with 177 million total, doing great, and then premiering. This is its first weekend premiering at number eight with six million dollars. Aquila and the Bee. <laughs> Kiki Palmer's Zillennial wow. Cannon at number at number eight. That's that's tough. That is tough for it's I, for, it's weird because that we've movie, come a long way socially, baby. I know. Yeah. Top yeah. of the charts. <laughs> Did, were people even clapping in the theater? No. <laughs> it's uh, is there even an ethnic person in RV? 
No, <laughs> I. A, oh, that's a great question. I don't know if there's a single person of color in RB. Um, <laughs> I, I, I tried some. to look because at one with everything that Joshi was so. doing at a certain point, I was like, boy, we could use a black person in this movie. Um, and Just then straight, I thought that was going to be the big turn. Is like he was going to get to a an RV camp. Someone was going to be there and be like, you can't be doing this, kid. No, instead he just found three <laughs> other older white yeah. dudes who were doing the same thing, but kind of worse because no, they should have known better. I think the darkest person in RV is just Robin Williams covered in <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, it's not. <laughs> not oh, brother. The only, yeah, the only POC in it is Barry Sonnenfeld because he's Jewish. <laughs> That's like the farthest that they go. And they only use his image. <laughs> or Jojo because she's Latina coded. Sure. Her her fucking music videos, absolutely. You can't even argue with it. Anyway. Cagegories, please. The first category, category is the best Robinism. So what is the one moment in this movie that Robin sort of Do you have something written here, Hunter? Into his um, most Robin. Well, I I do have a couple of quotes before that kind of tie into the Robinism somewhat as like some nominees. I I have I think a winner in my head that doesn't tie into this specifically, but um a couple of quotes I wanted to call out. Uh, the first one is leading up to the uh the poop scene to the shit geyser. Um, Josh Hutchinson is just like Dad, can can I come? And he says, Not only can you come, you can dump the sewage. He's like, really? It's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a regular Field of Dreams moment for us, buddy. <laughs> they do play catch a lot. That's a good that's a good line. Um, also, at the very end, uh, whenever he's giving the big speech, he says, uh, whenever I see a big white man pick up a banjo, my cheeks tighten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's rape. a great that's that's quick rape joke. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> a deliverance joke, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of movie references in, in this movie. Yeah. There's a seventh heaven joke, which I, uh, yeah. Field of dreams, deliverance. Field of dreams. Um, is it, is it the shit geyser? Is that the Robin moment? I think well, Okay. If we're talking about the entire scene, I don't want to jump to conclusions. If we're jumping to the entire scene, then it's, it's everything. It's the RV runaway sequence yeah. of him yeah. getting stuck on the thing, having to run back and forth and then riding on yes. the fucking, um, windshield wiper. Yes getting vaulted having the van roll over him but he okay yeah and then the uh i think there's something i have to tell you guys and then he realizes that he's actually safe so he's like uh i just needed some fresh air yeah I, um speak speak classic of, kids movie thing yeah um hunter I'll, I'll vote for this line if you if you read it <clears throat> Oh gosh. <laughs> no, so I won't read that line. <laughs> oh wait, is that the monologue it's, it's with the, the fucking basketball kid? Yeah, it's not great. Because that's um, what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's that like break moment of where Robin just loses all dadism and goes full like, oh, I'm a character. Yeah. I'm a street performer, dude, and like I'm just gonna people watch and do what I think urban culture is. Well, based and obviously it doesn't land. Based on the uh, the the featurette, he did that a lot on set. Like there were so many little clips. Yeah, there there's so many clips that they throw into the behind the scenes thing where it's just like he's just going. He's just he's ripping. Just, yeah, he he did a lot of improving. It also that explains the joke that doesn't make sense, which is the fact that his son is named after Karl Marx. Mm. They did a lot of that, alts yeah. of yeah. that take. That's why they 
they ended up going with that one. But yeah, that that wouldn't be a joke you would write because that this uh, corporate show would not name his son after Karl Marx. <laughs> yeah. Also, like it's not their a, reaction. It's, not, is so it's also not a joke that like plays to their audience right. either because they're like all of our kids are named after Houston yeah. Oilers players. Like, I don't know what you're saying. Here, I did, I, it did make me ask, where was Jeff Daniels on January 6th? Like Facts. that whole family was definitely on the ground I, at the Capitol. I see. I think that they're like they're so far out of it that they're like they're beyond politics. No way. No. I I don't R- think RV life Republicans they took their RV to are the, the exact people <laughs> yeah. who, who ended up at the Capitol. The minute the they Kristen got Kristen Chenoweth's character. Oh, that's is true. So Kristen is, yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. All right, that's fine. The the. I think the sun might be like closet communist, you know? Oh, okay. I feel that. Um, I think my pick has to be the raccoon. Mm. I'm just going to oh, really? No, I, I like that as a Robin moment. You don't see him too much. You just kind of hear him, but just like, you know, all of the energy around that. I just, I think, I think that was good. If, if I'm not picking the shit, I don't know. Like, the shit i think I, it's an easy it's an easy pick you know i think the shit just is like the best moment in the movie which yeah, is that the might be category. the best scene that's the next scene yeah um yeah so best moment doesn't have to be a robin moment but to me i i think when i think rv i think i think shit i think poop i think i think geysers of shit yeah, it's that and the runaway RV scene are the only scenes that really stuck in my head after all these years. And for some reason, uh, the third child with this, uh, with Jeff Daniels family, with the like, I haven't slept since I was five. I don't know why that for some reason in my head, I was like, man, I remember that kid. I also, I also have sleep movie. apnea, so I, I feel your pain, kid. Um, I, I, I like shit, Geyser. That's an iconic moment does does anyone have a a contrarian pick for best moment in the movie is it unanimous yeah yeah i think it's unanimous i gotta go with it just you can't deny it it's undeniable there's so many levels you know there's there's the guys that help him out there's the 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 connector piece there's the tube within the tube that then blows up the like the Spielbergian bulging. audience watching him all in their like, <laughs> chairs. Like this is the only thing we have to do. And it's like, uh, it looks like something out of like, you know, close encounters or something. They're like waiting for something to happen. Well, there's, there's they just always, know they're not helping, but they know he's an going to be covered. There, in poop. There's an amateur every, at least once a month. Like it, they look forward to it. But do you think that they set him up? Because that was the thing is I felt like the scene did a good job of being like, are these guys actually helping or are they actually fucking yeah, with them? Yeah, because they put up there's if they're really trying to help him, they're just like the dumbest bitches. <laughs> well, ever. that's the thing is that it's just it's fucking Jojo and whatever the hell his name is. It's Matthew Gary Goobler and whoever the hell the other guy is that they are just like, ah, these guys are just idiots. So everybody else is like, man, these guys listen to fucking Jojo. All right, let's just see <laughs> this blow up. And then they're like, ah, just hold it up high and don't worry about that extra pipe at the top, that extra opening. And he says like, what? It's like, oh, that's like hydraulics. He's like, oh, okay. All right. Yes. If you say so. Well, major props to the whole uh the whole R- the runaway RV sequence too. I, yeah. we we got That sequence is so good. It's yeah. it's classic. Um also 
there's cutaways, so it's not like one full scene. Uh, but everything from Robin driving or riding his little bike out of the lake and then chasing down the van on the highway, the van that's driving at like, I don't know, like six miles per hour, I'm assuming, based on how Robin's biking this bike. Um, some really rough body double work. I didn't actually take a picture of it while I was seeing it, but well, they, they put a helmet on. There's some, t- there's some tough stunt doubles on there. I was like, it's that man is fine. 32. <laughs> that is not Robin Williams in this scene, but that's fine. That's actually why they shaved Robin because they could, it would be, <laughs> they could not find another human. It's cheaper being. than putting hair on a yeah. stunt double. Well, yeah. no, in that scene, uh, they smartly have him with long sleeves on, despite the fact that he's like biking through the mountains. They're like, in the summertime, they're like, nah, he definitely would have long sleeves on at this you point. Protect yourself. Yeah. You, know, you got a rogue branch. Maybe sure. it's got thorns You never know when you're going to just like ride 90 degrees downhill. All right. Next category is what would you do? Fellas, W-Y-D. I don't think we had this category for Raising Arizona, Steven. So just so I don't that, think we did either. This is a refresher here. Um, it's, it's pretty simple. Fellas, what would you do? So essentially you got to pick a character in the movie where you could insert yourself as sort of an audience surrogate and just ask, what would you do? And I, I, I will go first. Cause I answered this while watching the movie. If I was any member of this family and our, and my dad was like, you're not going to Hawaii. You're going on an RV road trip. I'd be like, no, you're going on an RV road trip. <laughs> I'm still going to Hawaii. Bye-bye. You're you're Have little fun. Dan, you're a little shithead. Yeah, you're, you're worse bro. than you Josh Hutchinson yeah. and Jojo. You somehow are worse than the kids in the film. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we didn't get enough background on like how much had been planned for this trip. You know, are the tickets already booked? Like, what's what are assuming we working with? Assuming so, it doesn't matter. It's Hawaii. <laughs> also, assuming so, like it's at least like at most a week out, and they're just dad's like ah, change of plans and comes home. I do think it's a great movie choice that we see the RV at the 10 minute mark of this movie. Yeah. We don't play around to get to RV. Mm-hmm. RV just comes to you early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of that, if if my dad just immediately was just like, uh, we are going to Hawaii. We're doing a, a road trip. Uh, it's happening right now. I'd be like, something sus as fuck Start, is happening right now. Starts backing up into the house. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> this is runs over a mailbox. sketchy <laughs> as hell, whatever is going on here. Right like, now, I'm, I'm don't getting out it. of this car. Yeah. Like, I'm Again, why, 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 why is he lying? <laughs> like, it just makes sense. She, Cheryl Hines is right at the end. She's like, you could have just said. Yeah, it would have helped you out. Like, yeah, they would have been like, a, they would have been like bummed out and he would have felt cucked but like to to lie and that disappoints your family even more because they're disappointed in you as a like as the decision maker they're like why would you choose to do this right it's so fucking dumb he has a get out of jail free card with the fucking his his kid's daughter it it just seems like they really wanted the the part of the story that was him sneaking around yeah exactly it's like you can lose he's gotta that. Be, it's you don't need yeah that. it's just it makes you feel <coughs> i don't it, like if anything it does make you feel bad for him because it's like this guy is he has to sneak around to just like support his family it's, his rich <laughs> but the thing is he doesn't he doesn't have to sneak around he could just not be doing this he could not be doing anything yeah, he, he's like an executive right yeah like he's like one of the top guys like he doesn't have to be sitting on the toilet like trying to type out a report like just have someone else do that. I I don't know. 
Don't Robin Williams or uh, Will Arnett's an asshole. Don't get me wrong, but like he he like still needs Robin Williams. You know, that's his like main go to guy. Yeah, especially after Honestly, fucking. Lane. The thing is, yeah, no. The problem is that Robin should have known his crowd and should have just fucking called Laird's bluff. Laird. That's that's yeah. what he should have done. It's just been like, all right, Laird, you fucking do it. Let's see how they, this goes without me being there as backup. Yeah, they need and him, just watch him. They need him pants. so bad. Yeah, yeah. like. Because then they also you got to be aware of your self-worth, Robin. When he when he shows up the next day, his it's it's after that whole RV thing. And his his shirt's like covered in shit. Basically, yeah, he accidentally it's put covered on in, the shit shirt. Yeah, it's covered. Yeah, it's covered in fucking dirt. And he's like wet. And he shows up in our nets like, finally, you're here. <laughs> like, we, we can't do this presentation without you. We cannot <laughs> pretend that we yeah. feel empathy unless you're here. Yeah. Don Draper. I mean, uh, Bob. <laughs> m- m- I don't know. And then Jojo is the one that really sparks him to to take a stand. She's like, Mon- no, dad, Monroe. I get it. Sometimes you just got to do what people tell you. <laughs> yeah, Jojo with kind of just like a sly fucking comment in there. Yeah, she kind of really smoked his bitch ass. All right. Um, yeah. What about if you are the lovely gay couple that owns this like mom and pops soda place in. Was that overtly stated? No. 2006, different time. They Different couldn't time. they couldn't say it in Different 2006, time. but oh, these just like two middle aged dudes who live alone in a cabin in Colorado and own a boutique soda shop. OK, I don't know. Are Ben and Jerry an item? That's so fucked up, Hunter. Come well, on. did Ben and Jerry live together? Everything's so fucked up. Listen, like I I love that they are in this movie i think i yeah. my least favorite moment in this movie was when that woman walks in and she's like you guys have to go to the circus and she's wearing <laughs> like a, what? So, no, she what doesn't is take that? off like the inflatable hat what I was like, is what the that fuck who is, is that person <laughs> she's not like we she sits there's the, a whole arc that got cut no she she doesn't even sit on the side of the table with the two guys she sits on the side of the table with robin laird and will arnett she sits at the end over there near him just wearing a circus hat what is it's so it's so you know even, that they're like they're not like those other but is she even companies. like in the final scene to like the boardroom whenever she's, she's talking like what <laughs> who is this character i don't know i think they're they're a polycule everyone in that everyone in the company is a, a polycule it's a commune it's a commune living soda producing company yeah they they just pour all the soda over themselves to get hot and bothered i if anything oh, yeah. and the sticky. thing is yeah. in in 2023 it's a kombucha place like they definitely they make bucha Facts. they don't make Facts. soda we're beyond yeah. soda as like a human race what what would you do, Steven? Who's your who's your pick? I think um I would pick Will Arnett when JoJo walks up. I wouldn't say you've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. I think mean, I think that would be my first choice. That's an, easy, that's an then, easy win for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the ultimate like PG PG thirteen thing to me. I was like, wow, how can he say that to us? <laughs> that is yeah that's we that might have been that we need to clip that and post it on the twitter and like at will arnett that might have been a rollover from barry from barry's uh barry's porn directing days yeah i mean it looked like it even someone got covered um, with a lot of liquid mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. 
shit. Yeah, it's not Ash not great for our boy Willie. Um <laughs> Conservative business owner <laughs> rails <laughs> environmentalist hippie, teams. hippie daughter <laughs> hippie stepdaughter gets stuck in the dryer stuck in the RV um, <laughs> with the raccoons. <laughs> if I, oh god, this it's is- tough. Okay, well here's the thing. I, I to complete my thought is if, if I was one of the two very lovely gay local soda owners i would simply not hire robin williams because he's good at giving speeches because i know that's if you're good all at, they know about if you're him. good at giving a speech that does not make you qualified at all to have a job at all also, yeah and, like, for, and for one of the one two skill. speeches he looked like fucking dog shit <laughs> yeah. i would not trust was this man to be like shit. would you like to be like our third in command <laughs> like do maybe you just want to be a commune. top exec you know maybe they just want to they want prob- a piece of that they're family. like mm, i like it they're I like probably struggling stench. hardcore like they have <laughs> they their financials are just ruined right now they don't want anyone to know beverages is the hardest business yeah i've learned that they, from uh, shark tank yeah and they want uh robin to save them they're like all right let's just bring this guy in so if i'm if I'm Robin, I am getting a divorce and just like moving. Like fuck, fuck my family, fuck my kids. They're all ingrates. I don't know. The I just I I'm not built. I don't think that I'm built to be like a breadwinner the way that he has to in this movie. He's where, on a grind where, where everyone's just sort of like, uh, yeah, Dad, what the fuck? Where you know, where's where's our fucking Hawaii vacation? Right. Like you you're saying to me, Ernest. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were getting divorced from Ernest is what I'm hearing here. Yeah. Well, I I I would I would like to think that Cheryl Hines has enough, you know, kind of horizontal financial mobility <sighs> to have like her own credit card and like be able to have a separate situation here and not be tied down. I mean, women are allowed she to did, have she, credit cards and Well, do you think that they had a prenup? <laughs> <would> um, so. <laughs> you know, like she doesn't need just need him if if for i vacation. if i were hutcherson i would not do a thing different right <laughs> i would do everything exactly how he does yeah. in this movie. <laughs> i would run i would run after the basketball boys and be like wait i would i would marry moon yep facts <laughs> step one marry moon getting in on moon fuck jeff daniels <laughs> uh kill chris and channel <laughs> yeah that's good all right next category what happens the day after um, so this doesn't work out for this family. They are definitely city folk who live in like, I don't know, their house looked just, you only see really like one or two actual outside shots of the house. If anything, you might not even get a full shot of the house, but it's really nice. Um, they're not going to like living in the RV or living in the country for that matter. Yeah, they did, uh, they're not, they're not going to live in the RV. It's though. literally, it's the idea of just like, a family is just like, man, I love the country so much. What if we just bought a farm? What if we sold it all and moved to the farm? And most of the time, that blows up in your fucking face because you actually don't like country. Yeah, I you think don't like living in that lifestyle. Re- realistically speaking, I think they, you know, they move into like a pretty nice cabin up there in Colorado, uh, and they still are like a little bit miserable. The kids miss their fucking friends, obviously. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's a very abrupt change uh, to put your kids through without uh even asking them here's what i think happens go ahead um he just leveled 
their cars and that cop's car <laughs> with the he RV. Did. He's the going RV, to prison. So he is going the to RV jail. RV <laughs> went like <laughs> grave digger mode. Yeah, we're, we're talking yeah. about the next There day, was next another day. cop in that car that was flattened. <laughs> he, you're what, going to jail a long what, time, boy. What does manslaughter charges look like in Colorado? Is that like three to five or what, what are we looking at there? Um, they still do country justice up there. <laughs> <laughs> eye for an eye, motherfucker. They're they're shooting that cop, <laughs> the other cop, the living yeah, one. Yeah, just they're throwing him <laughs> in the car, yeah. and then and That's, then in the lake with the. Uh, well, I guess the RV. Well, RV two out and then back. RV two is the family like on the run from the law. <laughs> it's it's Robin realizing that he has uh, ADHD and that's why he can't remember to fucking put on the parking brake. Right. It, it's the first half of uh, From Dust Till Dawn. There you go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a great pick. <laughs> Gotta get to Mexico. <laughs> I, I do wonder, like, where does this rank in vehicle films? You brought that up. Um, this is behind Ambulance, for sure. Oh, um, did you see Ambulance, Steven? Yeah, that was, you know. Incredible. Michael Bay's Cinema. masterpiece. Um, some people are still saying that, like, they were women and they weren't talked to on set uh, while making ambulance. Um, it's all hearsay. It's okay. Um, you don't have to talk to anyone, Michael. What Bay. about it doesn't matter uh, what their this gender is, is. Is this behind death race? I think so. I mean, I, okay. I'm talking about death a race single thoughts? vehicle. Oh, okay. Once okay. It has to be a single, so not planes, trains, and automobiles. Not Mad Max. Not wild, not wild hogs. Because right, that's, that's a there's a couple hogs, yeah. Yeah, there's four It needs to be multiple people in a single vehicle. Um, Airplane is better. That's that's a flying vehicle. That's a different category. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so that's no. So flying vehicles. October doesn't count because it's a summer. It's this, yeah. yes. That's a water water based. So, okay, it's a whole so nother. The, we're now Titanic. At, you get Titanic in that. If you we're now at okay, three okay. different. Yes, you can. We three can different. Want. Three different letterbox lists here. Land based wheel, uh, two or more axle vehicle. Damn, I was gonna propose plane. I was gonna propose uh, snakes on plane. I get both of those are out. Con Air is out. Uh, Con Air is out. That's all on the plane planes. List. Shit. Um, God, a single iconic, like fucking like uh, driving. Thing. Yeah, like fucking fear and loathing. That's what I was kind of thinking, but they're they're too on foot in that movie. Yeah, well. I was gonna say that's and on their ass. The car right. isn't the, the, the central movie, piece. The story has to be focused around the vehicle. <sighs> Thumb and Louise. That's that's okay. not bad. That's a good one. I like Death that. Death Proof doesn't count, does it? Uh, I like that. It's all that. about the car. I like that. Death Proof is good. Uh, that's a good hey, one. Hey, uh, Snowpiercer. That's a train. Drew, that's, that's, that's a different... That's on train. train movies. Train list is different. Polar Express, man. <laughs> is this um, the best uh, RV-based movie? <laughs> what's your rails? <laughs> <laughs> what about... Uh, what about Almost Famous? That's good. That's okay. good. I like that. What about Drive My Car? The car that he has driven. That's good. I Googled no, movies I like about cars. No, this um, is good. This is good. Drive? This Dri is good. Drive That's is good a great too. one. That's drive is a, a classic, iconic car. What it, Does Talladega Nights count? Because it's multiple cars, but really it's you're, one You're getting it's into racing car. movies at that point. What about so Ford v. Ferrari is out because there's both racing. Ford and there's also That's, Ferrari. Yeah, by definition, we're talking two cars there. <laughs> what about... 
cars. No, probably not because it's oh, cars. No, there's, <laughs> if there's car, is there a car movie? What about well, that one? That one does. Oh, what? I have a good one that's kind of on the same vein. It's slightly different, but it's tangential. Joyride. Have you guys ever seen the film Joyride? I haven't, but I. That's I the like where you're oh, talking. That's the Kurt worst Kurt. movie of all time. Oh, Kurt, Kurt. <laughs> oh, God. We'll see. Kurt, Kurt, why you gotta be so That's weird? a double because they're in a car and, and the, that trucker's in a truck. I think that's a top tier Paul Walker performance. Oh, Kurt, 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 Kurt. There's only one tier of Paul Walker. And it's, and it's my and goddamn it's tears dead. when he died. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Paul right. Walker, you gotta admit with the, the Fast franchise, he is... Yeah, probably the best choice for an actor that you could really easily replace with AI. <laughs> I just, Fucking I, wa- Christ. <laughs> I wanted to let you guys know that I, I did start a letterbox list l- last night called vehicles. And uh, okay. I was adding like air and sea vehicles to that list. And then I immediately deleted the list and threw my phone in the garbage <laughs> in disgust. Uh, what the fuck? And I did not complete the task. So that's why I'm bringing it up now. Because I, I think that the 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 clear number one is Ambulance. But there is one. Clear number one. There is one movie <laughs> that I haven't seen that I think is the actual clear number one, which is Speed. I've never seen Speed. Oh, mm. yeah. Speed. And that is that is in the same genre as yeah. RV. Because what, I, I if, what if you drove fast? A um, couple other. Smokey and the Bandit. What is this list? <laughs> I found a collider, collider list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Blues Brothers. That's an iconic car. Yeah. You drive that car. Green Book. Hey, um, what about, is what about- <laughs> Baby Driver? What Are about there t- multiple cars in Baby Driver? What I can't about- even remember that movie. What about Teton? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that's a different list. It's cars that you would fuck you. <laughs> what about Driving Miss Daisy? Uh. Well, does. Okay. Yeah. So Daisy, yeah, okay. No, racist cars is another list. Racist. Okay, next category is this good Robin or bad Robin? This is yeah, great Robin. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. What's, what's what wrong you, with what Robin? do you think, Stephen? Good Robin or bad Robin? I think it's dialing it in, Robin, but because I feel like he's like mid-season. Like we already locked up, maybe you know a top four spot. He he's rolling, but at the same time, I think he he never misses in an interesting way like you always see that he's trying and that's what i appreciate about robin williams the most is he always at least like shows up to set and gives you something right he's and i think jeff daniels brought the best out of him yeah i i think he's coasting but that's okay you can coast you know, you're yeah, getting, I, to, you're getting he, to the last he forgot, to, he forgot to put the fucking wedge underneath the RV. Yeah, that thing's posted. Post I yeah. actually, he's, I, he's going through something, you know. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I think he's more than coasting. I do think he dials it up a bit in this movie where there's going to be some of these coming up where, like, Robin is good in it, but in Night at the Museum, like, what is he really doing? Like, this yeah. is, he is in almost every major shot of right. this movie. He, he's the lead. Yeah. He is like the unassailable Robin Williams above the title card lead. Right. And well, I think he's good. Night that. at the Museum is like like load management, Kawhi LeBron. Or, yeah. You know, it's like just, uh, it's Robin, perfectly where deployed. Yeah, yeah where, where he's like, like shit, he, right. he's only playing like 12 minutes in yeah. that. Um yeah. all right, how many Robins out of 10? This is so, this is mid. Steven, I, I, it's like for a five. this for this 
category. It's not about how good it is. It is how Robin it is. And there's two, there's two scales of Robin to weigh this on. One is like how insane wacky genie in Aladdin he is balls to the wall. And the other one is how like lovable he is and like how much of like that, like father fun uncle figure, that warmth that he gives. I'd probably give it like a six or a seven. I think he nails those emotional beats with the kids. I think he, uh, you know, does the wacky shit. He gets covered in shit. You know, he puts himself in some physical comedy. And I think that, you know, despite the stuntman use, I think he gives a, a pretty solid Robin performance. He's at least like the lead and he's obviously like literally playing a father. And I think that even though he's like one of the more unlikable fathers in film history at the beginning, you know, he's not necessarily like someone you root for, but at the end of the movie, I think that you at least like understand that he was willing to do all of this for his family, even if they might not understand, yeah. you know no, what I, I mean? I, I end that. of the movie. God damn it. You love him. Mm-hmm. You know, you just yeah. wins you can't help it. And you see why he's so essential in those meetings. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of get why he had I, to be there. That last speech. I mean, that's why no, that's it's a an, it's a nominee for the best Robin moment, just because it is like that is a Robin moment right there. So in terms of intensity, by the end, you you do get warmth and you do get you get zaniness. But I'm still gonna go with like a six point seven. No, that's fair. I I was just saying just in terms 5, of yeah so however yeah in terms of what he's trying to do, he's doing it at a ten level because like for example. Uh, the shots where he is like the profile shots where he's sitting at the driver's seat, really sleepy are fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like he's really, he's a good physical actor at not just zaniness. I was going to, I forgot to mention that earlier when we were talking about the movie, but I think that's actually just one of the things that's aged the best about this movie. And it's kind of for most comedies is physical comedy is kind of, ageless physical right. comedy lasts the best and there's so much great physical comedy from the big moments like the shit geyser and everything else like to the the seatbelt thing like every time they tries to like race away no you that's a good the, beat you can't yeah. get the seatbelt down like there's so many of those great classic physical comedy moments that have aged well um i can't give him too high because there is a lot of the moment where i'm just like god robin is a dick right now yeah. he is being so mean for no well, reason i'm, I'm kind of torn because like part of me just wants to be rougher on this movie because every time that he is doing his thing i've seen it done better in other movies so i'm just like ah, oh, mm-hmm. it's not it's not hidden as well as it did in other movies but it's just like in a vacuum, if you are trying to just get like a solid down the middle Robin movie and you put this on, you're going to get good stuff. Yeah. You know, if you haven't been watching 20 something Robin movies leading up to this, it's going to it's going to be good. You know, you you have to put it in that context. So I, I am kind of torn. But like, on the other hand, just overall the movie, I can see why it didn't hit at the time. Because it is kind of nasty. It is kind of like rough around the edges. It is kind of jagged. And I I do think it is because some of the stuff that he's doing is not quite hitting just right. It's yeah. like it's just it's just slightly off the mark. Um, but it's not a misfire. Like it's not. I like the movie, you know, I, I don't think it's it's anywhere close to being one of the worst movies we've covered in the series. So <sighs> Five five feels low. 
five feels low, but maybe like yeah. a maybe like a strong five to six. Um, okay, last category: recaging couch. Where is Nicolas Cage in this movie? Jeff Daniels. Okay. Wow. No, that's. I good. mean, that's, that's if good. we're good. He plays the funky other father. Yeah. Let's get him doing dialing in raising Arizona Nick Cage in this movie. That's good. That's good. I like um, maybe one of the poop guys. One yeah. of the oh man, as one yeah, scene, I had Nick Cage is dialing yeah. it up to like a hundred. <laughs> I don't want to take Will Arnett out of this movie, but he would be great as the boss. Yeah. Um, I never misspelled anything not once, not one time. What if uh, Ro- Nick Cage is layered? <laughs> Cage in there is layered. Just <laughs> doing um doing the voice from G Force, the mole <laughs> voice. Nodes. <laughs> um, maybe one of the Alpine guys. No, no way. I just I had him as a poop guy for sure. That's like a, that's an easy pick. If you just threw him in here in there as a poop guy, he you don't even need two of them at that point. Nick Cage can be the lone poop guy. He can carry yeah. the weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just give him the Con Air hair, and he'd be excellent in that. Oh, or, absolutely. Um, or as just the guy on the side of the RV. The picture. <laughs> the picture of him. <laughs> Can we get Nick, Nick Cage. Cage to direct this movie yeah, just so yeah. that he could put his face? I have him as the director. <laughs> um so recasting four other parts in this hold, movie. I, hold on while we're on Cage. I did just open Letterbox and some of our friends just saw the Renfield. Oh yeah, the uh, screener was tonight. press screener yeah. that we didn't go to. Not great. Yeah, not sure. Not looking uh, good. Listen. Saw I, a trailer before John Wick 4. Not a trailer guy, but when you're there, you're there. You know, I'm not getting up. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Listen, so I'm, I'm going to skip it. I want it. To I decided be fun. before the reviews, I'm skipping it. And if it's fun, then that's enough for me. I don't know. The trailer really uh, turned me off a little bit. Just the Dude, way that it freaking the way that it weaponized Cage, it it struck me as a movie that was just going to take advantage of the fact that it had him and like not put enough effort in otherwise. It's uh I think our he's boy in that Nicholas, movie for 25 minutes. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's our boy Nicholas Holt. I feel like he'll kind of be the main the it, main It crux just of seems it. like one of those movies that's just like a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah, it seems like one of those, you know, or that just happened. Yeah. Yeah. That that like like bullet train level well, dialogue. Yeah, it's I mean, honestly, that might be like a good comp for it because the whole thing is like uh, they're at like a, a fucking like an AA meeting or something like that or a meeting about like uh, abusive bosses. And then it's like, oh, my boss, like he's a little bit different, guys. He's kind of a vampire. Um, who knows? I do you guys want to know who the choices were? Well, for my, this? my question was like, few. what was the pitch for this movie? Like, did this was this a script that came to Robin and he was like, I have to do well, this? So or, it's interesting that you're saying there were a few choices because in the featurette, Sonnen or a, a producer of the movie actually was like, oh, Robin was always our first choice. There's a I few names that, that are rumored. I, yeah. don't, I just don't believe that. There's yeah. one in particular that I wrote down while watching the movie and then I saw the name and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Steve Martin. No, but Steve Martin's a good one. Um, Tim Allen. Oh yeah. This feels yeah. like it could be Wild just Hogs very legend. much. It feels like this could be just a Tim Allen movie. Um, especially because I think that uh some of the other um names that were considered for this were Chevy Chase, uh, which I guess if you're just gonna recycle vacation idea there. He's no uh, he, by 06, he's so washed. Yeah, it's I don't so like that. Washed. 
Tom Hanks, which I think Tom Hanks was considered for every role. So, okay. Um, some other names were Bill Murray, which would have been a lot of fun because Bill Murray has a little bit of the coldness that this role has that I, I think he could have done great with that. Michael Keaton, John Travolta, another Wild Hogs legend, Jim Carrey, oh. uh, who is in considered for every role that Robin Williams is up for and John Goodman. But the thing is with John Goodman and same thing with Hanks is that I think that they're too warm. And I kind of like that. Like Robin has a little bit of edge to him in this movie. Same reason why I think Tim Allen could do it. Why Bill Murray could do it. Cause they, you kind of need somebody who's like a little bit of an asshole. I, um, I've, there have been a few recently where I've, I've, I've said like, like outright i don't think it should have been robin i think that this one it's fine that it was robin yeah i'm I'm happy can i can i give you an alternative history play here yeah yeah please please if you put someone like another wild hogs legend like a marty lawrence Uh uh-huh or someone like that and you actually make this almost like a black comedy Mm -hmm. but it's still a family comedy like i think the movie becomes inherently more interesting Uh, about hitting the road it's called rv there yet (laughs) But still, that's the Escalade. That is a good one for I, your list. No, that's the yeah, particular base movie. Uh-huh. Escalade, or are we there yet? Are, are we, we there, there yet? yet? Oh, I thought you were talking yet. about. I thought you were talking about a movie called Escalade. Oh, that sounds awesome. It's, it's no, that raises the music that was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was I, I, along the line of Marty keep, Lawrence. You can keep Jeff Daniels. <laughs> With Martin Lawrence and like that shit would pop up. They'll cook. I was, oh yeah, I was thinking Eddie Murphy in a similar vein because he was coming off Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion and uh, Daddy Daycare. Is this? I was gonna say, oh, what yeah. year was Daddy Daycare? Oh five. Yeah, it was before. Oh four or five. This so, yeah, writer, this, right this the... writer wrote Daddy Daycare. Really? So could have pulled him in. Daddy Daycare yeah. rules. I love that movie. This oh, yeah. this writer oh. didn't did not do this writer shit. is like Mister like reads blank check once. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Jeff Rodkey. Uh, I guess he did work on Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Slay. He uh, sounds like he might have previously worked on uh, his pornographic work with a name like that. <laughs> yeah, he was actually he was picked for the role because he was Rod, a legend in Barry's like, films. Rodkey, he's unlocking that pussy, baby. He's uh, like, I swear, man, I can write too. I don't just have this humongous cock. He does. He does daddy daycare. Shaggy Dog, the fucking curse. Oh my god, I forgot about dude. These are all porno titles to me. That is one of the most horrifying uh movie posters ever of the human eyes in Tim Allen. (laughs) Like, what if we gave this dog Tim Allen's eyes? What's with all these guys playing animals during this era? Like the next five years, it's like, like all the old comedians. It was so like hot. started dialing in. They were yeah. remaking a lot of uh, old. I think Shaggy Dog was a remake of an old movie. Um, they were doing a lot of that in the early 2000s. We, we like, were just talking about this with uh, Yours, Mine, and Ours. Yeah, last mm-hmm. last night we watched a, the entire DVD featurette for Yours, Mine, and Ours, <laughs> which was like long as awesome. absolute hell. <laughs> the guy started getting freaky with it with the transitions. Yeah. <laughs> It just a couple of wipes. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like twirls Some and dizzles, <laughs> dissolves and shit. Just yeah, like imagine like if they you, gave me eye movie and that's all I had to work with. Imagine if you if you just put in the the yours mine and ours DVD and there's like eleven different 
things to click on and you just like rip all of them but then you like fast forward yeah you're like uh, yeah anytime there was like a boring part the guy would just go like <laughs> it, it became it became like a david lynch movie because it would it would have these weird transitions that would like slow down and then the audio would cut out yeah and it would just be like children like <laughs> it was great um big recommend but yeah drake, that movie drake bell could not keep his hands to himself man well oh, brother yeah <laughs> Um, so we found out though that that night that uh, th- that movie is based on a sixties uh, uh, Lucille Ball yeah, joint. It did not mm. click with me. Did this click with you, Hunter? Yes, it, it, this is crazy. Pizza? In Licorice Pizza, uh, Mr. Valentine, l- little boy, is in uh, yours, mine, and ours. The like, original, yeah. When when like he's doing like a talk show appearance where him and all the kids are in like the bunk yeah. beds and they get out and do the oh. musical number. That is, there's a clip of Lucio Ball doing yeah. the exact thing on you, a talk show. You, I did not know that that was a year's. We hours, just, yeah, we found this out last night. Oh. You've you've seen Licorice Pizza, right, Stephen? Oh, you're, I was in L.A. opening yeah, weekend. No, you're yeah. you're UCLA, Paul baby. was there at your screening. <laughs> You're, uh, oh, I, I wish I could see that motherfucker wearing sunglasses during a movie. You know what I mean? I was, <laughs> I, I would have been, I would have been shocked if you had said no to that question. What was I thinking? Bo- Boogie yeah. Nights. We got a cool boy. They set here. up a pinball bar next door. Free drinks, free Mother T-shirts. Come on, uh, they hit the merch. Oh, oh, of course, man. How did that movie not hit with the Academy? Uh, Come on, guys. But that scene, that opening, or not opening scene, but one of the the first scenes is is a perfect recreation that you can wow. go on YouTube. And if you just look up like Lucille ball, I think, I think I found it by looking up no, you Lucille look- ball licorice pizza. Yeah. That's what you looked up. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the first clip and it is literally, it is pretty much exactly the same thing you see in the movie. Yeah, weird shit. Um, anyway, do we have Re- any- RV should have been recreated in a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Is that what we're just saying? Let's do yeah, it. Let's who, do it. who we cast it as Robin in a PTA version? Uh, uh, Tom, we, Tom Cruise. Uh, no, let's get Adam Sandler back. Okay. No, I think Tom Cruise would be sick. His, Tom Cruise, one would be of good. his final films with PTA. Let's yeah. go. That's how we'll get Tom and Austin. He's, we gotta oh, do it yeah. somehow. He's killing so. himself soon. <laughs> he's no. I have. I yeah. He's definitely going to die. He's while he's making suffering Dead a Steve Irwin too. death. You know what I mean? Yeah. There for the content. Impale. He's suffering. Yeah. It's like, damn, did you see Tom Cruise? He just like just free jumped out of space. He just was like, yeah. I want to become a comet. Yeah, he does like yeah. ground control to Major Tom. Yeah. He's, he like he they're, is they're like, Tom. wait, he would never forget his parachute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I think that's it. I think we did it. Yeah. We, we, we drove it. RV home. Um, thank you so much, Stephen, for coming on. Any 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 last thoughts on RV? Any last thoughts on anything? You mentioned John Wick Four. Is that the best movie you've seen this year? Anything else you want to let people know? You know that's a that's a thing I haven't even considered. Um, John Wick Four was a great time at the theater. I saw it the night the Mario Brothers movie came out. Nice. So I got there at about nine fifteen. Two frozen margaritas in hand from the theater bar. Oh, Next thing yeah, I know, brother. I'm seeing kids in Luigi hats coming out and they're talking and you know what they're doing? They're spoiling. I almost had to tell these little motherfuckers <laughs> to shut the hell up. You should have. Woohoo! I was pissed, but all in all, it was a great flick. Um, the only thing I have to really say about RV is, I mean, I feel like they had the same cinematographer as, the, as Seinfeld. Because goddamn, that green screen out of that RV was terrible. So, it so is bad. rough. It's really so rough. I, I couldn't believe it was 2006. I was like, what is going on here? 
it's, but it's all forgivable. It's a great family ride. I feel like I had a nice road trip with you boys today. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing I can say, but nice. thank you for having me on. And if you check me out on Letterboxd at Stephen Baker 8, I'd be much obliged. Ooh, love it. Love that shit. Cooking. Cooking with heat. You're God, so mint, baby. Mm. You are so mint, baby. Uh, I'm money, baby. He doesn't mm. even know You're it. so money and you don't even know it. Uh, I'm aware oh, of Did it. I fuck it up? It's money, right? Yeah, it's God mint. What is mint, mint is super eight. <laughs> oh, God. That's what I think of. Uh, I need to I need to rewatch Swingers. I need it more if, fresh in my mind. If you do, you got to text me. That If you ever want to draft or do any sort of like best friends in movies, oh. Vince Vaughn is up there. Double yeah. Down Trend is an all-time best friend in a film. Mm. I... That's wedding, actually that's wedding actually crashers. Great, that's wow. actually a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking oh, of buddy buddy movie draft, this this guy's letterbox top four fucking boogie nights and swingers. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. That's right, right baby. Oh. I, swingers is it. Love it. I need to just let you know. Um, next time I'm up in Vegas, and you can just come there. We can just play blackjack all night. Just live our best oh. swingers life. We're going to the Tiki Lounge. We're going to pick it. up a couple of uh, waitresses. You know, I'm <laughs> going to not it. text my girlfriend for a couple hours. Don't stressfully do baby. when we leave and not pick up. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening and watching. Please rate, review, subscribe, like, and comment, and let us know your thoughts on RV colon runaway vacation. Thank you. Okay. Check out webottomike.net for every episode delivered in your inbox. Join the Discord. Donate. Thank you, beautiful donors, for donating. Hunter has a... Uh, I'm pulling this? up. It's... it's well, We were talking about Men in Black 2, and I remember that oh, one of God. my sexual awakenings was Larry Flynn Boyle in Larry Men in Black 2. Lara. Lara Flynn Boyle. No, Larry was actually Johnny Knoxville's character like in Men in Black 2. <laughs> uh, they, so are you saying that the Kristen Chenoweth cinematography was inspired in part yeah. by the Lara Flynn Boyle just walking into Men in Black headquarters and like taking off her thing and everybody being like, boy, yo, 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 yoing. And then like little snakes come out or whatever the hell happens in that movie. We used to be a proper country. <laughs> um, the hottest thing in, on earth used to be having like a cops. <laughs> <laughs> There's like nothing happening here. <laughs> Next week, man of the year. Oh, man of the year. <laughs> what if a guy ran for president as a joke and won? Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked the question as Donald Trump is taken into prison. Also, air. Mm. What if what if there was a shoe? Mm-hmm. What if we bought a shoe? We bought a shoe. Uh, also, uh, Bo is afraid. Bo is afraid. Oh. You you stoked for Bo is afraid, Stephen? I gotta get my. T- is that next week? Well, we get we get to see it a little it's, early. No, it, ooh, I think for you, ooh, I think for you guys, early. it's fuck you. I think for, for you LA, guys. it's next week. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, we're in San. I'm in San Francisco. Oh, Cal- baby. Oh. Well, I gotta, I gotta pray. The I'm draft sure it, it'll probably happen in the next week or two. It's coming soon. I I don't know. I I don't even know what to expect. I might traumatize myself this weekend and just watch Hereditary and Midsommar like back to back. God. I'm just Midsum- like crawl into well, a both hole. Both of them are amazing. Midsommar, I've now seen probably close to like ten times. Christ, let's, let's, so watch, those let's watch those directors. I've watched the director's the cut. <laughs> living room. The director's cut of Midsommar is just like ten out of ten. Excellent. I have a take, Stephen. That movies should be longer. I think that movies aren't long enough right now. I think that movies. If you uh, are an auteur in my mind, your movie should start at four and a half hours. 
and only and go longer whip. from there. Are you trying to make a Netflix miniseries? No, but it's Quentin one movie. Style out of it? It's just one. one I, I heard that Martin Scorsese's, uh, his newest film, Killers of the Flower Moon, the first cut of it yeah. is four hours. And I said, yes, thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Martin. I appreciate that. Well, that is cinema, brother. All right. The RV is here. We're hopping on. We're going on a vacation. Dad is we'll rolling away. We'll be back next uh, uh, week. Thanks again, Steve. Godspeed. Anytime. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.